Welcome to Emotional Empowerment, a podcast for emotionally sensitive or struggling people who are open to learning how to use your emotions as a spiritual practice. Hi, I'm Michelle Bursell, and I've taught therapists, coaches, and people around the world how to use their negative feelings to heal their life, and in doing so, eliminated their struggle with anxiety, depression, anger, guilt, and more. Ready to turn your negative feelings into your greatest allies? Then let's start your emotional empowerment journey right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome. It's Michelle Bursell, and I'm so excited to be with you today with episode number five, Having Faith in What You Feel. And today I'm going to get into a couple of stories, but I think they're important true stories that are really going to help you receive this feeling part of you and to have faith in this part of you again, because we need to trust all aspects of ourselves. We need to trust our feelings. And when we have faith in how we feel, the world opens up for us. And so I really want to start with a story about how easy it is to not have faith in what you feel. Just a few days ago, I was talking to my friend, someone who is well-versed with the emotional, empowered approach to her negative feelings. She knows it, she's experienced it, and she knows the benefit of it. You know, she knows that negative feelings have wisdom, and she's experienced firsthand the gifts her negative emotions have offered her. Because she's learned to listen to this wisdom and apply it to her life, it's actually been a while that she's experienced emotional distress because the more you are tuned in, you don't have to go into the suffering or the pain of our emotions if you can tune into it before needing to get loud in order for us to hear the message. But sometimes... What we are being guided to do, what we are being guided to hear is outside our comfort zone. And so it has to get loud (laughs) in order for us to hear it. Uh, And this happens for women during our moonbeam, our period, our flow time. Uh, It's a time for us to tune in as well as full moons. It's a time when we are guided to remember our emotional selves. So the world is set up in a way that's really supporting us to tap into this wisdom. And yet we are facing some prejudices against this wisdom. And so here it came. She was experiencing these negative emotions. There was anger, sadness, frustration. And I could tell a part of her was judging herself for feeling the way she was feeling. This reminded me of how entrenched it is, especially for those of us who are emotionally sensitive, especially for women, to mistrust, judge, and shame ourselves, especially if we aren't being some ideal version of who you think you ought to be. So as you heard in episode three, if you are sensitive, you are set up to doubt yourself, especially what you are feeling. I want to get into today the feminine aspect of this, being a woman and how we are set up to mistrust, judge, and shame ourselves so so easily, so readily. 
And this episode is for all people because I think it does bring insight into how others may be operating, how they are perceiving and going through the experience of their negative feelings, especially if they're a a woman in touch. But if you're a man who's in touch with your negative emotions, there are aspects to this that absolutely resonate because the whole message around our feelings, especially our negative ones, is about mistrust and a lot of judgment. So this reminds me of a dream I had years ago. In this dream, I was taken to the story of Adam and Eve. So just to share with you, when I dream, sometimes it's very intense. I can remember all these details. I've had messages come through, and this was one of those dreams I didn't forget because it's very powerful (laughs) having dreamt of Adam and Eve. What I'll say was, is that it wasn't the version that I grew up learning in which Eve was this temptress that led Adam to sin, which then branded all of us as sinners. It was a much different version. In my dream, what happened was Eve and Adam were in the Garden of Eden, and Eve was explaining to Adam why it is time to eat from the fruit of the tree of knowledge. She explained that the tree of knowledge is going to set humanity on a path to truly know oneself, and in doing so, know the divinity within oneself and one another. So while having everything they ever wanted at their disposal was nice, it wasn't the path to knowledge and especially really knowing God. And in this dream, she warned Adam that this path was not going to be easy. She shared with him that they would go through challenges, they would have fears and pain, but in doing so, they would experience God's grace within them. It would be the difference between being told that you are good and knowing in your heart that you are good because you've experienced the divine's wisdom, love, and honor within you. And so Adam, trusting the feminine wisdom of his partner, Eve, agreed, and they both took a bite from the apple from the tree of knowledge, so they could experience all of life, the good, the bad, the ugly, and learn to understand it all through the eye of love and the eyes of the divine. So to support them on their journey, they would have an inner radar that would guide them to remain true to their heart. If they were off their path, they would feel it, and it would cause pain and contraction. If they were on their path, they would feel it, and their hearts would feel good and expansive. This would be their internal guidance to find the divine within them. So that was my dream. And this happened quite a few years ago, probably at least a decade ago. And needless to say, I had an entirely different take on Eve than what I was brought up understanding about her. And why this take was important to me was I could feel centuries of Eve being misunderstood. And along with that, people using this biblical story about her to perceive women as evil. I felt the pain of that. And I felt the pain of thinking, just because you're a girl, there's this sinful nature within you that cannot be trusted. And I know that this was within me. 
that mistrust. My dream version of Eve and Adam healed a part of me that I didn't even know was in pain. What I realized after the dream was that the old story gave reason to doubt myself as a woman. How I was intrinsically made was wrong. How I operate is wrong. How I perceive is wrong. That's what the old story insinuated to me. The new story that came through my dream celebrated her feminine wisdom, celebrated how we are created as women and our own unique divine intelligence that cannot be understood with the rational mind alone. Again, I don't think it is women who only hold this type of wisdom. We all do. Yet science has shown that women's brains are more connected to emotion than men's. And it's this connection to our emotional selves that can feel into things that are unspoken. Just like our intuition can know things that the rational mind can't explain how you know it. That drives my husband crazy. He, he's a factual person and he loves random facts. And he loves my intuitive nature. And he will throw out there, like, how many miles is it from this place to that? And I have no idea. And he's looking at something that's telling him the answer. And I just give my intuitive go with it. And I'm usually either spot on or circling the bullseye. And it always shocks him. But we all have this the more we can tune into this internal energy. So when you bring both your emotion and your intuition together, you've got an energetic powerhouse operating within you that is on your side. And again, cannot be explained by the rational mind. What I'll say is, since I had this dream, I've primarily kept it to myself. There is less than a handful of people who have ever heard it from me because I didn't want to rock the boat. As I've shared before, I've worked with people in many different faiths, and I always approach the love that's within their emotions from their faith, not mine. So what made me share this dream? Because I want you to know that how you are made is good, is right, is purposeful. Because I know it's easy to turn your own back on your feminine truth. And I know more than ever is our time to stop doing so because the world needs ESPs and we need ESPs, emotionally sensitive people who are aligned with the powerful energy of their emotions, which got me thinking. I started to ask myself, what would Eve say if she had a voice to share her side of the story and why would it matter to us today? And when I asked that question, I heard three major points to share. The first was, you've got the divine all wrong. Many teachings about God are about obeying external standards and rules that will define you as good or make you eligible for God's grace. Yet the divine gave us free will to understand ourselves. In traditional Christianity, sin simply meant you missed the mark. That was the original teaching of what sin meant. You missed the mark. You didn't get the bullseye. From an emotional empowerment standpoint, it's the same. That's what your negative feelings are saying. You missed the mark. You're not in alignment with your truth. Your mind will have you think that you need to make the most rational choice, do what others 
like and approve of. Do what you think you ought to do in order to be enough to others or even to God. Yet, if any of those actions are not in alignment with your divine truth, you'll feel it. This actually goes along with the belief in Gnostic Christianity. According to a Frontline story on PBS, it was explaining Gnostic Christianity in this story called From Jesus to Christ, the story of the storytellers. And it says, Gnosis is not primarily rational knowledge. You see, the Greek language distinguishes between scientific knowledge, like he knows math, and knowing through observation or experience, he knows me, which is gnosis. As the Gnostics use the term, we could translate it as insight, for gnosis involves an intuitive process of knowing oneself. And to know oneself, they claimed, is to know human nature and human destiny. This belief system also went along with my Eve dream, which thrilled me because this is exactly why she ate from the apple from the tree of knowledge. So she could attain gnosis. So we all could attain gnosis. According to the Gnostic text, self-ignorance is also a form of self-destruction and that ignorance causes suffering. So ignorance comes from the word ignore. And what have we been doing with our emotions, we've basically been taught to ignore emotions altogether or certainly ignore the power-filled signals and how they are guiding you back to your truth, guiding you back to your path. So of course, we're seeing more self-destruction and suffering and making life harder than it needs to be. It's going to happen when we don't have all aspects of ourselves integrated and working on our behalf. You'll feel the negative emotions strongly when you are able and ready to reintegrate. And that's what excites me about being emotionally sensitive, about being emotionally struggling person. Because if that a negative emotion is coming through strongly, it's a signal you are able and ready to reintegrate aspects of yourself that have been misunderstood, judged, and not received from love. That leads me to the second major point, which is the feminine path isn't the easiest path, but it is the most rewarding. Clearly, we get this when we think of giving birth to a child. It isn't easy, right? While you can have support around you, you alone are facing your internal fears about the whole process. Is the baby going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? Am I going to be able to do this? All those questions that you have and fears that are circling around you. You are the only one that goes through the pain to experience the depth of love that is unimaginable until you experience the love for your child. So you're going through that depth of pain. But there's a greater outcome and reward that we experience through that. And it opens something in us, in our hearts, that opens us up to a greater level of love. So when I think of Eve and the story that I got in my dream of her, she didn't make her decision based upon the fact that there will be pain. She didn't run from the idea that there's going to be pain with this choice. She's basing it on the fact that through the pain, you will know the love of the divine at a much deeper level within you and within your heart because 
you made it through the darkness, the fears, the challenges, and the contractions of life. And so it's our spiritual journey that we are called to know ourselves from love rather than fear, to know ourselves and our wisdom gained through the mistakes we've made. We get to have mistakes. Gnostics know that this is a part of learning about ourselves. The Gnostic goal is to know thyself. Buddha, the awakened one, experienced suffering to become awakened and conscious. Christ experienced suffering and was crucified to awaken us to greater love. And so in our human experience, we're going through internal crucifixions in our own lives in order to be reborn again and renewed with greater love and light than you ever knew was possible. So when Luke chapter 17, verse 21 says, the kingdom of God is within you, this can be interpreted as our inner freedom occurs from internal transformation. It resides within you. This occurs through releasing the layers of illusion, which your negative emotions are guiding you to do. That's why we have negative emotions. They're saying, whoa, we're off the mark. We're totally in aligned with some fear and illusion. Even though it's very real what we're experiencing, it's external from us. And we're being called back to internal, to know thyself in the image of the divine. The first of these illusions then is to overcome that your negative feelings are in your way and don't serve you so that you can start to receive them and the internal guidance they offer you moment by moment, feeling by feeling. There's a reason why they are showing up and it's so much deeper than it's just that you have negative thoughts, which brings me to the last point. And that is, it's time to reclaim your truth. This means we need to listen to our emotions and stop pathologizing them. I previously shared with you that one of the reasons I left traditional psychology was that, quite frankly, many people in my clinical psychology program were not happy. And that, to me, was a big red flag. (laughs) And another reason that I left that field was that I felt that Normal human reactions and emotions were being pathologized. I just couldn't diagnose the vast majority of people coming into therapy because to me, their negative feelings totally made sense. I could see the programming that got them to where they were at emotionally and mentally. Even more importantly, I could see that this point of pain that they were experiencing was often happening because they were ready to turn things around and to face those feelings or a significant issue and change their life. So I thought, why are we labeling these people? And why the heck would we label people who are emotionally struggling and then they're probably sensitive? As an emotionally sensitive person, I hated labels. I didn't like to be labeled because we ESPs take labels to heart and it can take us a long time to resolve that label. The other piece is that when you pathologize your emotional self, you're not going to listen to it anymore, are you? Right? Why would we? The part of you that's been labeled as a pathology, that means it's abnormal and unhealthy. You don't want to listen to that, right? You want to cut the pathology out. That's what Western science does. And as I shared in episode two, the quote unquote science was doing this as a business. And in doing so, 
trained us that this is a part of us that is abnormal and unhealthy and we shouldn't listen to it. And so the reminder here is to stop pathologizing a part of us that is human, that is normal for the vast majority of cases. When I was working with someone, when I knew it was like, oh, we might need to put a label on this, it was so clear that the person's was functioning in a reality that was so far removed from traditional reality, how most others were experiencing it, that it was problematic. And that was few and far between. And the the vast, vast majority of people that I saw did not need the label. They needed to listen. We all need to remember to listen. The more you cut out, fight, ignore, or numb yourself from your emotions, the more lost you're going to feel, right? You're lost because you're acting without a crucial part of you, a crucial part of you that's trying to guide you back to your truth. Which brings me back to my friend. Her emotions were guiding her to recognize that she's got more work to do in her relationship and in the world. And it's uncomfortable. As Eve said to me in the dream, it's not meant to be easy. There will be discomfort to have to step in. And when you step in, you're going to shine the light more on your truth, knowing you may be rejected for it. And something from that experience is going to help mold and shape you to be in greater alignment with your purpose. And I get it. It was my fear today in broaching this topic. But what I know to be true, as does my friend, is that when you listen to this inner wisdom coursing through you and listen to it with courage and trust, you open yourself to more of the gifts of life. Maybe not immediately. But your emotions will be there supporting you to hold the course of your truth so you can be the self you were born to be. From a spiritual perspective, we are here to know ourselves. And knowing yourself, the more you'll recognize you were created from love and therefore are love. The more you experience yourself through the lens of love, the more loving you'll be in the world. And we need that love. We need that understanding. So I dedicate this episode to my friend, you know who you are, and to all the ESPs who are dedicated to living their life from love and understanding rather than fear and judgment. I honor and appreciate you deeply. May we together bring back this feminine wisdom and heal the suffering from within. As the saying goes, as within, so without, which means your outside world is really an exact reflection of your inner world. And our outside world is a mess. So if we want to stop the hurt, rejection, and hate in our world, we must first start within ourselves and receive this lost feminine wisdom and allow it to guide you. In doing so, I know women and men will come together with immense love, honor, and respect for one another. It can be no other way when we first give it to ourselves. Thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Emotional Empowerment Podcast. If you've enjoyed the program, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help us spread the message about how to use your emotions as a tool for spiritual and personal growth. 
to receive free training and emotional empowerment, visit www.iiee.training. That's www.iiee.training.